This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. Again, we are recording this on a Thursday, and it's about an hour and 20 minutes before the honor ceremony, the NFL honors, where they announce all the 2023 awards and the 2023 Pro Football Hall of Fame finalists and nominees, all of that fun stuff. Who is finally in? Ken Riley, Willie Anderson are currently up to get into the Hall of Fame. And uh, how are you feeling about it, Mike? I feel pretty strongly that Ken Riley will get in. I don't feel good about Willie Anderson's chance. Um, and it has nothing to do with Willie himself, but everything to do with they seem to just put in one offensive lineman if they're going to do it. And it's Joe Thomas's year. So you've got <laughs> – that's going to probably be who makes the Hall of Fame for the offensive lineman. I would love if Willie got in. He fully deserves it. I think he deserves it over probably guys that are going to make it over him. But where they are – I think it'll be Ken and Willie's waiting another year. Yeah, I think the biggest thing right now, and, and I felt like this just with the whole Ken Riley situation, I think it when it's final and if Ken gets in tonight, that it's a little bittersweet um, that he never got the chance to see himself get in the Hall of Fame. I feel like this was a miss when it comes to Hall of Fame voting. Uh, look, a lot of these guys are deserving when they get voted into the Hall of Fame, but it's just really unfortunate that it did take so long for this to become final. And obviously we'll be excited for Ken Riley's family. Um, what a, what a, an amazing achievement. And it's kind of crazy to think that the Bengals will finally, if Ken or Willie Anderson get in, they'll finally have another guy in the hall of fame i mean it's only anthony munoz and i don't know if you agree with me but and and there's a lot of bias and some would say it's a little homer but i feel like the bengals have more than one player in the past that that are hall of famers that haven't been voted in oh i feel like they have the best quarterback not in the hall of fame and ken anderson they've got the best corner not in the hall of fame and ken riley they've got the best offensive lineman but really right tackle not in the hall of fame and willie anderson and um yeah, that's uh that's that's a few guys. They might even have the second best quarterback not in the Hall of Fame in Boomer Esiason, right? So you, that are eligible. Like, yeah, Peyton Manning is what I don't wait. Anyway, uh Drew Brees, those guys, yeah, like they're not el- eligible. So um yeah, I feel like they've got guys that deserve it, but it feels like every coin flip they've had hasn't made it. It just feels like they flip the coin and it just never turns over for them. It's always, well, just outside, even though they are hall of fame talents and you can make whatever argument for that, but they are one of the few teams to have make two super bowls and only have one uh, hall of famer. 
And one of the things that I always hear is because they didn't have that success or this team has never won a Super Bowl and things like that. I mean, we talk about a lot of guys who are in the Hall of Fame and they didn't have that postseason success. And I think the franchise, I don't know if it's like looked at it a certain way and, and maybe that's just because you're around it or I'm around it. And it just feels like a lot of people are missing out on, on these guys. And it's just they should have been voted in a long time ago. I think you could make the case that Willie Anderson should have been voted in a long time ago. And, and there's another chance that he could miss this year if he doesn't get in tonight. And it's just an unfortunate situation. And I don't think that stuff should have anything to do with it. Yeah. Uh, the, the thing is, I thought Willie should have made it last year over Boselli. Uh, he had better longevity. And when you look at what right tackles have to go through to earn their accolades versus left tackles, it's, it's so much harder. Willie Anderson is the only, I believe, multi-first-team All-Pro right tackle since uh, Jackie Slater. And he's basically – they changed it to allowing right tackles to win All-Pro. Like there's now a right tackle, but it used to be offensive tackle. And he played in the era of Orlando Pace, Jonathan Ogden, Willie Rofe, you know, just Tony Boselli, all Hall of Fame talents. And he was still winning these first team all pros as a right tackle when a right tackle got discriminated against. There's no other way around it. They, they, the reason Willie didn't win a ton of all pros is because they would say, well, he wasn't protecting the blind side, right? Tony Baselli wasn't either. Their quarterback was left handed, but you know, we know how these voters are. <laughs> they don't care. They see left tackle blind side. They don't think left tackle, oh, but that quarterback's left handed. So actually, the right tackle's the blind side. They don't care. Um, Tony Baselli's great. But Willie Anderson, in my opinion, and I think when you look at the accolades and statistics about it, he was the best right tackle of his entire generation. He wasn't one of the best. He wasn't, you know, he was the best right tackle since Jackie Slater. And Jackie Slater, I believe, is the only other modern right tackle in the Hall of Fame. I, I could be wrong on that. I'm trying to make sure. He, I think he's the last right tackle voted into the Hall of Fame. And uh, that's just, it's so tough as a right tackle. It's weird. Right guards don't have that issue. Right guards can make the Hall of Fame, but right tackles just have had such a, until recently when they made the right tackle its own all pro, such an issue getting the accolades and recognition to make the Hall of Fame. But when you look at it, Willie Anderson, only first team all pro, multiple time first team all pro of what the, from Jackie Slater retired probably around like 85, somewhere around there. From the 90s to 2000s, only time, only for two time plus multi time first team all pro. It's just, it's tough. He's the best modern right tackle since Jackie Slater. But and when you think of Hall of Fame talent, you think of well, who was the best? And it was him. So it stinks he's probably not making it again this year, but he has a strong case. And I think he will eventually get in. It's just the Hall of Fame has had such an issue with right tackles. I think that people are going to keep making stronger and stronger cases. I think PFF has always been working on trying to map out his career with PFF grades because when you look at his last season was in the top 10 for right tackles all time that they've looked at. And that was his last year when he was probably at his worst. <laughs> it wasn't his prime. So if they go back and grade the other ones, I'm sure you'll find that you know he's got some of the greatest seasons of all time for a right tackle. A lot of them, uh, at least for the modern era. So just giving my whole thoughts on the matter, I think he definitely deserves to be in. But, hey, Ken Riley is probably getting in, uh, and that is exciting. I know it's 
he won't be there to accept it, but it seems like his son is very involved with all of this and it's deserved. He's top five all time in interceptions. Um, similar to Willie, didn't get the accolades he deserved. Three time all pro, but two of those were second team. He only had one year where he had less than two interceptions the entire season. And then when you look at um, the playoffs, in seven games, he had three interceptions. So nearly every other game, he had an interception in the playoffs as well. So he stepped it up in those games as well. Yeah, it'd be really cool tonight to hear another Cincinnati Bengal as a Hall of Famer, huge moment for the franchise. And next, let's talk Super Bowl predictions, the fun part. Um, it would be better if Cincinnati was playing in it, but they are not. It is Kansas City and the Philadelphia Eagles. Will Kansas City get Super Bowl number two with Patrick Mahomes? I know it's three. Believe me, I hear on social media they have two Super Bowls right now. Len uh, Dawson was going to let you hear it. You know what? I will say that that fan base pretty much only takes credit for the one with Patrick, but, the, but they'll let you know that they have two rings um, re really, really, really quickly. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Nick, producer Nick, where are you? You're going to make predictions. Where's with? Nick? Uh, hot take about Super Bowl four. Curly Culp should have been the MVP, the defensive tackle, not Len Dawson. Scorching hot 1960s football takes. I mean, Patrick Mahomes' parents weren't even alive the last time Kansas City, well, the first time that they won a Super Bowl before Patrick Mahomes. Uh, let's get to it. Philadelphia, Kansas City, it's in Arizona. What is going to happen? Mike, I'm going to start with you. Nick, you're next. Ooh, I think this is really interesting um, because you've got so, – I think some of it comes down to how healthy can Mahomes get uh, this Eagles team is the most talented team in the NFL, I believe, but the Chiefs have an upgrade at the most important position at quarterback. And if they can leverage that, win a game, I could see it. I think the Eagles win. Uh, I think they're going to be able to run the ball. I think they are going to do just enough on defense. I don't think Mahomes is going to be fully healthy. I think we saw him try in that AFC championship game and you could see the lack of mobility at times. I know when it really mattered, push came to shove, he was able to run and pick up that first down, but you also saw him unable to move that well and kind of re-aggravated at one point. So yeah, I, I think the Eagles are able to pull this out. I will say I am a little nervous on that prediction because I don't think Jalen Hurts looked that good in his championship game. I think his shoulder, uh, affected him a bit so if his shoulder really limits their passing game i still think they'll be able to run the ball but can you win the super bowl without being able to pass the ball very well i'm not sure and you want to be able to test this chief's defense through the air down the field we saw t higgins and jamar chase both make spectacular dunks down the field and you want to give aj brown that shot right you want to give devonta smith those shots so i lean eagles I would not be surprised if the Chiefs won. I do think that the Eagles' offensive line is going to be an issue for the Kansas City Chiefs' defense. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time 
every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Nick, what's... Oh, you didn't give the score. What's the score? Oh, geez, I don't know. Um, uh, uh, 27-24. All right, Nick, you're up. I agree that the Patrick Mahomes feet and his legs are a little bit of a worry, but at the same time, I'm just as worried, as you said, Mike, about Jalen Hurts. How's that shoulder? He hasn't been forced to really win a game with his arm since he came back. So I think it's going to be really close. I think it's going to be high scoring. I think uh, Mama Kelsey was right when she said, hopefully it's one of the higher scoring Super Bowls in history. I think it's probably going to be that way. Um, But I, I really feel for some reason that the Kansas City Chiefs, when it all comes down to it, would I rather have a quarterback who has a leg issue or a throwing arm issue? And I think I would rather take the leg issue, especially when you saw what Mahomes was still able to do against the Cincinnati Bengals defense. So I'm probably going to stick with the uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs in this one. I think it's going to be a good game. I'm excited to watch it. I'm excited for the halftime show uh, specifically. But I think the Kansas City Chiefs take this one and Mahomes gets his second. What What's the final score? 35-31. 35-31. Uh, I kind of agree with both of you. I think this is going to be a close game. Personally, I trust the trenches. And we saw what Chris Jones looks like, looked like in the AFC Championship game. It's a little terrifying. Patrick Mahomes got another few weeks to hopefully heal his ankle. Uh, the Chiefs, they've been here. They've done it. And yes, the Philadelphia Eagles won a Super Bowl a few years ago. But at the same time, I think having that experience helps Patrick Mahomes and this Kansas City team, even though they do have a lot of young rookies who are starting for them, even on the defense defensive side, but I'm going Philadelphia Eagles. I I want to see Philadelphia win this game. I want to see a J this is me being biased. I want to see a Jason Kelsey Super Bowl parade. I love everything about that guy. And maybe he does retire and call it a career after this game. Um, I I like their trenches on both sides of the ball. And I think they'll be able to get to him. The thing is, I don't think it's going to be a great game by Jalen Hurts. Um, I know you mentioned already with the shoulder, and that's definitely something that you could see in the NFC championship game. I think it's going to be uh, MVP on the running back side, too. That's my hot take. I uh, want to give Jay Morrison credit. I want to say it's been 20, 25 years since a running back has won MVP in the Super Bowl. And I'm going I'm going all the hot takes you can possibly go. And I'm actually going to say this game is going to be 27-23 because I still believe in both defenses. Uh, I, I hope out of a Super Bowl we're seeing just scoring like crazy. But I just believe in the trenches of the Philadelphia Eagles, even though I do think it's going to be a close game. And the thing is, I wouldn't be surprised if the Kansas City Chiefs were able to pull this one off too. Uh, a weird Super Bowl MVP pick that I could see would be Hassan Reddick, who has forced a lot of fumbles and a lot of strip sacks. So if Hertz doesn't play well, which I think we're all kind of a little weary about mm-hmm. that, I think the, the Eagles just use that running back by committee. So I don't know if a running back will have a big enough game. Who knows? Maybe Miles Sanders runs one for 80 yards and a touchdown and then ends the game with 120 yards and maybe even two touchdowns. Now you're like, well, yeah, he wins. But if they do go full committee and Boston Scott has a touchdown and Sanders has a touchdown and Kenny Gainwell has a touchdown. Now it becomes difficult. Which running back do you pick? You might just move to the defensive side, right? Uh, Well, Hassan Reddick has, I think quite an advantage over either of these chiefs offensive tackles, but he usually plays over the right tackle, which is Andrew Wiley. I think you could see a strip sack. And when you're talking about big defensive plays, especially if Mahomes can't move that well, that's what we're looking at. And they have the ability to push that interior of the chiefs offensive line a little bit, with Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave, probably not a lot because those guys are very good. Eagles guys are very good too. I think it's going to be a good battle in there, but I just think the Eagles have the advantage on the outside when you talk about Josh Sweat, Hassan Reddick, 
and um, Brandon Graham. And if you think about which one of those guys can make the biggest impact, it would be Hassan Reddick because he's done such a good job at creating strip sacks, which this is all insane. If you would have asked somebody like three or four years ago, could Hassan Reddick win a Super Bowl MVP? It'd be like, no, he's a bad linebacker. Then he moves to edge and it's like, yeah, he's an awesome edge rusher. He gets a lot of strip sacks. He gets a lot of sacks. He's great. My hot take is I feel like the Eagles can be right back here next year. I mean, you look at that. I don't mean anything's possible. I'm saying this about two days before the Super Bowl starts. Uh, but I, I the NFC is not strong, and I feel like that they could run it back next year too on the NFC side. I don't know if they'd win it and if they're going to win it on Sunday, but I feel optimistic about it. I, I just like the way that they played most of the season, and, and hopefully Jalen is good, and and hopefully Patrick is too. Uh, you want to see two quarterbacks battle it out, and, and maybe having those few extra weeks will help both of them. Uh, my important question that I have for you guys: What color is good? What color is the Gatorade? Ooh, I actually have what I think is like some insider information. Really, it's not. It's just me joking around. But I went to Giant the other day at a grocery shop. There was a Super Bowl end cap for Gatorade. The only color of Gatorade they had was yellow. So that's where I'm placing my money. It was a sign. Yellow's a good Gatorade flavor. Wow, you you don't think so? Ooh, I like uh, the blue color. Blue is obviously the best. Cool blue. Yeah, it was last year's color. Yeah, well, I think uh, I think I like the yellow call because it's also a little bit green. So Philly might, you know, <laughs> might do that. Um, not red. Red's just a bad Gatorade flavor and a bad. It, it would make a fun color for the Chiefs, but I don't think they would go red. So I think they'd go cool blue. But I think the Eagles win. So I will stick with Nick with the yellowish, greenish lemon lime. But also, I- the Chiefs' end zone is yellow, so. Could yeah. go either way. Could go either way. It's it's going to be orange for the Chiefs because they had orange when they won the last Super Bowl, and I think oh. you have to stick with it and go go orange. What if they used that for the Bucks Super Bowl and then mm. they lost? Now I need to know what they use for the. <laughs> maybe they don't go orange. Uh, but now I'm all in. Now I have to watch the Super Bowl to see what happens at the very end and what color uh, they're going to get poured on the head coach. So yeah, to be determined, honestly, I think it's going to be a good game. Hopefully it is. Uh, I hate that football season's over. That's the worst part about Super Bowl weekend. What, uh, what song does Rihanna open with? Umbrella. That's yeah, an opener. Could be. I mean, you can see her popping up out of the stage and then who's going to be our special guest. That I have no idea. Um, what if it's like off the wall? I feel like the easy guess is to just say Beyonce because she's done it like five times as the guest to just show up. I don't think it will, though. I, don't, I think there's a little bit of rivalry there. Um, uh, who has she done songs with that aren't problematic now? <laughs> I think it's going to be Taylor Swift. It could be Jay-Z, right? Because he was on Umbrella. Yeah. Maybe it's Taylor Swift because Taylor didn't want to do it in the beginning. And then Rihanna stepped up and she's doing that halftime performance. You think today. Taylor Swift's going to go out there and do everything and not make the money? I mean, she has to get some kind of check. Maybe, yeah. I mean, she's writing her some kind of check before the game. Uh, no, I'm, that's a definite. I'm going hot take all the way. I'm going Orange Gatorade. Taylor's coming out at halftime. We'll, we'll, see, what, we'll see what happens. But I love Rihanna. So that's going to be an awesome halftime performance. But Nick, you are busy. Not only are you the producer behind the scenes, you have a lot going on. Where can uh, fans find you? 
They can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore Berlansky. If you like a lot of Pittsburgh Penguins takes, uh, that's where I house most of those. And I try to put out bets, but I'm not very good at hitting them. So you can always go to the opposite of what I put out and you'll probably make yourself some money. Uh, he won me like $35 on an NBA parlay. So definitely he said Damian Lillard wouldn't play. And then Damian Lillard still dropped 50 points, but the Cavs still covered. So who cares? Well, that matters. That's it's not matters. about the process. It's about the result when it comes to betting. It's about exactly. the money. The $30 I won that night. Uh, you can also follow Bengals underscore Sands. I know he's breaking it all down. Pre-agency right around the corner. NFL draft. Plenty of video. What's up on all Bengals this week? Oh, man. I, uh, I think I'm eventually going to write a whole thing on B. John Robinson. I'm just going to make the case for him at 28. and Why it's, I don't think, a terrible pick, even though... I think people are just like, no running backs in the first round ever. And, you know, if he's the guy, he's the guy. I don't think he's a bad pick to get first round talent there, but I'll do a lot more nuanced discussion in an article. I mean, if he's Christian McCaffrey, then I'm all for it. Bring it on. Add another weapon for this offense. So I'm all game. Make sure you check it out. All Bengals. Follow him on Twitter, Bengals underscore Sand. You can follow me at LNDS Patterson. Thank you as always for listening to It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.